Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Pastor Stephen and Ann Butterfield who allows me to come before you every week and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Pastor Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. Well, the leads are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and the senior pastor, Bishop Kevin Jones. They have services every Sunday, beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday. Actually, every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, you can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to the Bible study live. They also have Bible studies at their location at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday's evening. That's Light of the World, Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and a website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Before we get into the Word, we're going to hear a song, amen? that the world would ever know. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And this son came as a lamb. He would become a conquering king, but he came as a lamb. He would be king of kings and lord of lords, but he came as a lamb. And he came for you. People came from miles around all to worship and bow down oh what a privilege a privilege it was they called him lamb of God shepherds came seeking this lamb and their lives would never be the same. The angelic host formed a choir and sang from the heavenly. 
wise men were wise enough to seek and bow down to this lamb. He came to seek and to save the lost. He came because he loves you. It's great to know that God so loved the world, but more important to know that God loves you. Now here it is. Many years have passed. They say his time has come and passed. Oh, but I'm so glad that it remains. You're still of God. John looked over the horizon and saw one walking as no man walked, and he said, Behold the Lamb of away the sin of the world. He's still saving. He's still redeeming. And he's still there for you today. Receive him. Say yes to him. And he will change your life. Time cannot change him. And ages do not time him. He's still Die on the cross. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That was a powerful song there. He's still the Lamb. The priest, when they would go into the temple, each year they would go into the temple and they would take the blood of the lamb that had been sacrificed. But they had bells at the end of their tassel. They had bells at the end of their tassel. And the the bells were 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 for to let the people know that the priest was still alive while he was going into the holy of holies. And they had a rope at the end of his ankle because if the bells stopped ringing, then they knew that the priest had died. And they couldn't go in, so they would have to pull them out by the rope. Because only one person was allowed into the Holy of Holies, and that was the priest. But they did this every year, sacrificing a lamb for the remissions of the sins every year. But when Jesus came representing the Lamb of God says he went into the Holy of Holies only once. Once because he was sinless. He was righteous. He was holy. It only took one time. Thank you that we don't have to rely on someone sacrificing each year for our sins. It was done once and for all. All we have to do is believe it and accept it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, 
We'll go ahead and get into the word, amen. Coming out of the book of St. Luke, the 23rd chapter. St. Luke, the 23rd chapter, starting at verse 34. St. Luke, the 23rd chapter, starting at verse 34. And it reads, Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. And the people stood beholding. And the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself. If he be Christ, the chosen of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offering him vinegar and saying, If thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. And a superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him saying, does not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest unto thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. And it was about the sixth hour, and there was a darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. And the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. Now when the centurion saw what was done, he glorified God, saying, Certainly. This was a righteous man. Certainly, this was a righteous man. Want to go back to verse 34, the first verse. And it reads, Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. The title of the message this morning is The Importance of Forgiving 
the importance of forgiving. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. Thank you, Father, for charging your angels to be encamped around the battles, protecting us, keeping us in their care, watching over us, God. Fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy. And thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning. Hallelujah. To see another day that you have made, Father. For we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for your new mercies, Father, that came with this day. Thank you for your all-sufficient grace, God. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to come into your presence once again. To sit at your feet, to rest on your lap, to lay on your bosom, God, to hear your heartbeat. To receive what you will have to say to us this morning. To equip us, to prepare us, to, to make us ready, God. To go out into this world and do what you called us to do. Thank you for your word, Father. Your word that heals, your word that saves, your word that delivers, your word that sets free. Those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you for your son, Jesus, Father, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins, God. Thank you, Father, for allowing him to go to the cross, taking the sins of the world, God. And thank you, Father, for even allowing him to go to hell for us. And taking the keys of hell from Satan. Stripping him of all of his power, God. Thank you, Father, for raising up Jesus on the third day with all power. Hallelujah. And thank you, Father, for receiving Jesus into heaven with his precious, sinless, conquering blood. Thank you, Father, for Holy Spirit, our comforter, our guide, our teacher. Thank you for you, Father, Almighty God, our Father. Hallelujah. Thank you for considering us, God. For the angels asked us, what is man that thou considerest? What's man that thou art mindful of him, God? Thank you, Father, for creating us. And calling us your own. And now, Father, as we receive your message, help us to apply to our lives, to Make it personal, Father. We thank and we praise you just for who you are. 
in the mighty name of Jesus, who is still the Lamb of God. We pray. Amen. Amen. The importance of forgiving. <laughs> when we look at at verse at verse thirty four, and we look at the words of Jesus. Said then said Jesus. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. This is the reason why Jesus came. Jesus came to save the world from its sin. And the only way that the sins of the world could be forgiven is right here at this moment. Jesus could have just gone to the cross and died. But I believe that the reason for him going to the cross was to ask God to, 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 to stand in the gap because he wasn't asking God to forgive him because he had done no sin. He was sinless. He was without sin. He was righteous. He was holy. That, that's why the, the, the centurion, after it said Jesus gave up the ghost and he hung his head, the centurion said, certainly, this was a righteous man. And, 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 and I believe that the, the, the reason why he was so touched by Jesus is because he, he, he knew everything that Jesus had gone through. He, he had been spit on. He, he had been beaten. Almost to the point of death. He had been ridiculed and, 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 and put to shame and had been marched around like he was a criminal. And even after Jesus had been nailed to the cross, after the torture, after 
the pain after the ridiculing. His main objective was to say these most important ten words. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Even Jesus had to forgive. I, 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 I want us to catch this. Even Jesus had to forgive. Let's, let's, let's look at, at St. Matthew. St. Matthew The 27th chapter. St. Matthew, the 27th chapter. And let's start at verse 45. And it reads, Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani. That is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? The, the, the Son of God, the only begotten of the Father, is crying out to God and asking him, why have you forsaken me? He, 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 he felt that. The presence of God. Had left. And, and, and the reason. Was. God had to. Turn his back on him. Because God can't look. At sin. Jesus took up on the sins of the world. So. So, so he wasn't looking at his son. He was looking at the sins of the world. So, so he had to turn his back on it. Because God is not tempted with, with sin. Sin has no part of him. And so when God turned his back on, on him, he felt alone. He felt alone. 
Imagine where Jesus came from. In the presence of God, there's the fullness of joy. Imagine being in his presence and then all of a sudden his presence is gone. That's what Jesus felt. He felt lonely. He felt abandoned. He felt helpless. But then, as we read in St. Luke, he said, Father, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. And then he was able to say, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit, because God can accept him carrying the sins of the world. So those sins had to be released. He had to be separated from those sins. And the only way that he could be separated from those sins was to ask God for forgiveness. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And when he had done that, he was righteous. He was holy. Hallelujah. He was renewed. Let's look at this. First John. First John 1. First one. First John. First John, not Saint John. First John. First chapter. We'll start at verse 5. Let's start at verse 4. First John, first chapter, verse 4, and it reads, And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness 
at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Let's read that again. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Verse 8 reads, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. I want to read verses 8 through 10 again. And it reads, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Now, out of all of those scriptures, one word stands out to me. The word if. If. When we look at, at, at verse 6, it, it says, if we say. Verse 7 says, but if we walk. Verse 8 says, if we say. Verse 9 says, if we confess. Verse 10 says, if we say. So the condition is if. If, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins 
and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So the condition is if, 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 let's, let's, let's go to St. Matthew. St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. We, we, we touched this on last week. St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Starting at verse 12. And it reads, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Verse 14 reads, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also Forgive you. Verse 15 says, But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So the condition is if, if ye forgive. then your heavenly Father will also forgive. But, but if ye forgive not, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. That's why it says in 1 John 1, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our If, 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 if we only forgive others, God automatically forgives us. Our forgiveness is dependent upon our forgiving. I want to say that again. Our forgiveness is dependent upon our forgiving. It says it here. If we Forgive men their trespasses. Our Heavenly Father will forgive our trespasses. So 
That's why the title is The Importance of Forgiving. Jesus went to the cross to forgive. If, if Jesus had not asked God to forgive then we wouldn't have been able to receive God's forgiveness. And 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 as as we we read last week we can't take anything personal because it's not the person that is doing or saying what they're doing or saying. It's them being led, being influenced by Satan. So by by Jesus not taking things personal, he was able to ask God to forgive them because they knew not what they were doing. Let's, let's, let's look at St. Luke 23rd chapter, verse 34. We're going to look at it. In the in the in the, the the new living translation. I'm sorry, the 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 living Bible. The living Bible translation. Saint Luke twenty third chapter verse thirty four, the living Bible translation. And it reads, Father, forgive these people. Jesus said, for they do not know what they are doing. See, he was was specific. He said, Father, forgive these people, these people that are doing this to me. These people that 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 are, are, are nailing me to the cross. These people that are mocking me, that are that are ridiculing me. These people that are are, are gambling and casting lots for my robe. Forgive these people for they don't know what they are doing. So those 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 people that 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 Satan is using to 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 ridicule you to 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 say 
because they don't know what they are doing. That's why he was able to say, Father, forgive them. That's the reason why Jesus came. To ask God for forgiveness. And the way we ask God for forgiveness is our forgiving. For if we forgive, then our Father in heaven will forgive us. Let's look at Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. Starting at verse 1. And it reads, Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. This is talking about Jesus. Says, there is no beauty that we should desire him when we see him. That, that, that was saying that, that, that he was beaten to the point of not even being recognized. There's a, there's a, there's a movie now that that's that that's, that's being advertised about Emmett Till. Emmett Till was, was, was a teenager, was a young boy who, who was visiting Mississippi from Chicago. And he was killed. He was, he was tortured. He, he, was, he was beaten. To the point where he wasn't even recognizable. So, so, so this is what Isaiah was saying that when 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 people looked at Jesus, they didn't recognize him because he was beaten so bad. And verse 3 says, he, was, he is despised 
and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Father, Father, my God, why have you forsaken me? Imagine the sorrows and the and the grief that he felt. And it says, and we hid as it were our faces from him. Couldn't even look upon him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. He had done no wrong. But he 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 went through this for us. Say he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. You hear that, mama? With his stripes, we are healed already. Glory to God. Hallelujah says, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He opened not his mouth. He didn't talk about it. He didn't curse him. He said not a word. Then it says he is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. He steals the lamb. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her shearers is done. So he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. He was crucified for the transgression of my people was he stricken. 
And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because he had done no violence. Neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. So Jesus went through this. Not because of what he had done, but because of what we had done. The sins of the world. And through it all, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. The importance of forgiving. If we forgive. Our Father in heaven will forgive us. But if we do not forgive, our Father in heaven will not forgive us. Our forgiveness is dependent upon our forgiving. So who do you need to forgive? Forgiving opens the door to his, his presence. And in his presence, fullness of joy. After after he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Then he was able to say, Father, into thy hand I commend my spirit. So after he had Forgiven. He was able to enter into his presence. Hallelujah. He was no longer alone. He was no longer full of grief. He was no longer full of sorrow.
Now, he was in the presence. Of his father. The importance. Of. Forgiving. Father, thank you, Lord. For showing us. The importance of forgiving. We ask you to forgive us so much. But in order for you to forgive us, the condition is if. We forgive others, then you will forgive us. So, Father, we say right now those who have done us wrong, those who have said things about us, forgive them, Father. For they know not what they do. And now, Father, because we have forgiven, we receive your forgiveness. And we thank you, Father, that we have been cleansed from all unrighteousness that we have been made whole, that we have been made righteous, that we have been made holy into your hands, Father. We commend our spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your son, Jesus. We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. The importance of forgiving. The importance of forgiving. If you forgive. Then your father will also forgive you. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. God bless you.